Welcome to Bread of Life Ministries podcast. Our mission is to share the love of Christ. We pray you will be blessed by this message. Now, will you show some gratitude to the Lord? Will you show some appreciation to the Lord? You are in his presence and you want to say thank you, Lord. You want to be grateful for how far he has brought you. Beloved, it's not everybody that entered October 2022 had seen the second day of October 2022. We want to be grateful. 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 We want to come and show gratitude to the Lord. We want to come to say thank you, Jesus. For your presence, we want to thank you. For ordering our steps into your presence, we want to say thank you, Lord. We want to say you are the greatest of all. We want to declare that you are the greatest of all. We want to tell you how great you are. Beloved, if it had not been for Elohim, who is on our side, where would we be? And we want to come to say, Father, we thank you. As a ministry, as a family, as a people, we are grateful to be in your presence. We thank you for the manifold blessings. Somebody will you begin to thank God for the manifold blessings over your life, over your household, over your family. In the name of Jesus, 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 for his manifold blessings over your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Elohim. We are grateful to be in your presence. We are grateful to be in your presence. Father, we are grateful to worship you at our feet. Who is like unto thee, the possessor of the heaven and the earth? You spoke and the world came into being. This is for you, Lord. This is for you, Lord. Your sons and daughters, we gather at their feet to give you worship. We thank you for your presence here with us. We thank you for your presence here with us. Father, take absolute control. We surrender the service unto you. Do that only you can do. You know why we have gathered. We have come not because of a social club. But we have come to have an encounter with you. For some of us, we have come to touch the hem of your garment. For some of us, we call out 
son of David, remember me. Remember me. Remember me. Let your power touch, set free, deliver, make things new in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved, still in the attitude of worship, I want you to begin to commit yourself unto the Lord. I want you to pray for yourself. And I don't know what you believe in God for in this month and in this year and in your life. Hallelujah. But everything that you need is in his name. Hallelujah. You will call on the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. The blood that was shed that will not lose a power. Oh, the body that was broken for our health and our healing. In the mighty name of Jesus, beloved, everything that you ever need is encapsulated in the name of Yeshua by his body broken and by the blood that was shed for us. The blood gives us access to come before his presence. And if we are in his presence, beloved, he makes all things new. If we are in his presence, he makes all things new. If we are in his presence, he makes all things new. The blood cleanses our infirmities. The blood cleanses our iniquities. The blood cleanses our sins. The blood washes away our filth garment in the mighty name of Jesus and as we are in his presence eh, by the blood that was shed on Calvary he cleanses our sins and he gives us access unto the throne room and beloved if we are in the throne room eh, we will not be denied in the name of Jesus Beloved, this is a moment of uncommon encounter in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey, that the hand of God will rest upon you. Hey, that the hand of the Lord will be mighty upon you. Hey, that the righteous hand of Elohim will rest upon you mightily as never known before in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey, Father, your people will gather at our feet, Almighty God, by your presence and by the blood. Oh, cleanse us, wash us, make us whole. In the mighty name of Jesus, every iniquity, every sin, let the blood sanctify us and consecrate us unto thyself. In the mighty name of Jesus, for thy glory and for thy purposes, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as we present ourselves, we first and foremost present our bodies. We first and foremost present ourselves. We present our whole being unto you and say, Father, cleanse us, make us home, consecrate us unto yourself for your use and for your power and for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that your perfect will will be made manifest in our lives. Oh, that the gift that you have deployed on the inside of us. Will be made good in our generation. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. 
Father, we thank you to be in your presence in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah to the Lord. Oh, Jesus, God is in the house. Hallelujah. Is that how you welcome the King of Kings? Yes, somebody celebrate the King of Glory in the mighty name of Jesus. The I am that I am God. Hey, the ancient of this, 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 King forever, King forever, King forever, King forever, King forever, King forever, your King forever, my King forever, our King forever. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. To you be all the glory. To you be all the honor. Will you turn to the person next to you and say, It is great to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. It is great to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. Today, I want to begin a new series, praise God, entitled The Gift in You. Praise God. The Gift in You. And today, we're going to bring introduction to the series. And from next week, we'll continue to add block upon block, line upon line, and preset upon preset. Praise God. Romans chapter number 11. You see, gifts are something that are given sometimes in recognition of something that you have done. Amen. Gift can also be given for absolutely doing nothing. Amen. Gift can also be given in acknowledgement of a services that you have rendered. Praise God. I see sometimes people work for a certain number of years, and when they retire, they give them a gift. Praise God. Or sometimes you work in an organization, and when you are leaving, they give you a gift. Praise God. It is not something you pay for it. Praise God. Even though gift is sometimes given in acknowledgement for what you have done, it is not what you did that brought, you have not worked for it. Praise God. Because if you're working in your organization, you are assigned to do a work. And when you have done your work and maybe you are moving on or you are leaving the organization and uh, the staff gather and they buy you something, it is not something you have worked for. So when a gift is given, it is irrespective of paying for it. It is not something that you work hard for or something that you, you pay for it. Amen. 
Praise God. We don't pay for the gifts that are given to us. It is freely given. Somebody think of you. Maybe something you have done for them, they appreciate. And they think that you deserve a gift. And they buy you a gift. So, I don't know as of now, anyone who has paid for a gift, giving them that I give you a gift, you take it, and I, I say the charge or the price is 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 50 pounds. We are not talking of gift restraints attached. Praise God. Amen. We are not talking with gift restraints attached. Where the gift comes, you know that there is a demand to follow. That is not a good gift. Amen. A good gift is freely given. And when it is left the giver, they don't look for it again. Amen. Praise God. So, the gift in you for this series, we are going to deal with the gift that God is giving to you and to me. Somebody shout amen. For each and every one of us, God is giving a gift. Somebody say a gift. And it is not a gift that he desires to take it away from us. But it is a gift that he expects us to use it. Amen. It is a gift that he expects us to do business with it. So you may ask yourself, what are my giftings? What is the gift of God in me? What has God given me that I, I, I am not using or I am using but not to capacity? And that is what you want to explore in this month. Many of us sit in here and we say that I don't have any gift. Or we see some using their gift and we say that, oh, this person is so blessed. He or she has such an awesome gift. How I wish my gifts are like his or hers. But to each and every one of us, God is blessed with a gift. And Bible says that it is a man's gift that makes room for him or for her. We will go deeper from next week, praise God, as we begin to add flesh to this. So for today, I want you to just lock this in your spirit. That a gift is freely given. Amen. I don't know, some of you in the realms of the natural, you go asking for gifts. Praise God. But a gift is freely given. Without any cost to you or to the receiver. Amen. But it is expected of you to use it. Are you following with me? 
Nobody gives a gift and expect the gift to be put under uh, the bed. That is why we must learn to give good gifts. Amen. Because when we are giving a gift, we expect you to use it. So many of us in the realm of the spirit, we behave like receiving a bad gift. That the gift that we have received, we don't consider it good enough. So we put it under the bed and we refuse to use it. Are you with me today? Let's look into Romans chapter number 11. Romans chapter number 11, reading from verse number 28. From the standpoint of the gospel, so we are not talking in human terms. Praise God. We are not talking philosophy. We are not talking our own knowledge or understanding. This is from scriptures. So we are talking from scriptures perspective. Praise God. So from the standpoint of the gospel, the Jews at present are enemies of God for your sake. Which is for your benefit. How can somebody's disadvantage be to your advantage? Praise God. But listen to what the scripture says. They are still loved by him, God, for the sake of the fathers. Amen. Why? Because... There is something the fathers had received. Amen. For which will always invoke the love of the giver unto them. Amen. So I say, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. What does that mean? For he does not withdraw what he has given, nor does he change his mind about those to whom he gives his grace or to whom he sends his call. Praise God. Somebody said, a gift in me. And turn to your neighbor and say, the gift in you. Do you believe you have a gift in you? Do you believe you have a gift? Amen. Some of us have the gift of speech. Praise God. Some of us have a gift of wisdom. No matter how difficult situation you come into, you find a way to diffuse a 
a heated place. Amen. Some of you have a gift of encouragement. Sometimes in the office, some people are down, they come to you. You always have a way to, to lift somebody's up. Some of you also have a gift of storytelling. Amen. That every situation that you come across, there is a story you can bring out to bring peace or comfort to a troubled soul. Some also have some very bad gifts. Let's just stay here. Praise God. But we are dealing with a good gift. Amen. So if you are here today and you've got a bad gift, pray that God will help you. It is not from God. Amen. It is not from God. You know, Satan is a counterfeit. He will counterfeit the things of God and make it bad. That is not a portion of Bread of Life Ministries in the mighty name of Jesus. We are good gifts. Hallelujah. We, we have good gifts. Praise God. So the Bible says that the giftings and the call of God you see, he, he connects the gift and the call. Praise God. So, gift is not in isolation with the call. Praise God. So, the giftings of God that he has given us and his call upon our lives, hallelujah. Like when we, I mean, the calling is not just being a pastor or a prophet or the fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. Being saved is a call. How many of us know that being saved is a call? Being washed by the blood, sanctified by the blood, is a call. So you cannot just go back and behave any other way and behave anyhow. You are being called out. That is why it simply means we are being called out of the world into his marvelous life. So when the moment we confess with our mouth and believe with our heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior over our lives, we were called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. So when you are called out, we cannot go out again in the world. So the Bible says that the call of God, God will not change his mind concerning you. That is why when he saves us, and we go sinning again. He does not cast us out, but he cleanses us. Because he will not change his mind concerning me and concerning you. So there is a gift on the inside of you that you have received that God expects you and me to use it. 1 Timothy chapter number 4. Hallelujah. Verse number 11, teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Amen. Teach these things. Paul is admonishing Timothy that you bring this to the knowledge of the people. Teach disseminate this information for people so that they know the right way to 
go and the right thing to do. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. You may say a good place to say amen. You know, sometimes in the church, the church is fun of doing this. When young people have giftings and talent and abilities, we kind of relegate them. Oh, you are young. You are little. I mean, you haven't had the experience. But there is an anointing on them. There is a call on them. There is an empowerment on them. To exercise the gift. There is a gift of God in them to exercise. Amen. So the Bible says, so you don't look down upon yourself. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church. Praise God. And today we are in a generation that Bible reading is become zero. That even in the church, the only time you hear the scriptures is when we read and project it on screen like this. Once we leave here, that is the end. We don't visit our Bible, let alone read. But in this generation, we have so much. Praise God. But now we have it on our iPad, we have it on our Apple Watch, we have it on our iPhone, our Android, we, we, we have even the, the, the speaking Bible, the audio Bible, that when you are driving, you can just put it to read for you. Amen. Read for you. We've got this print in so many versions and so many forms, and yet we struggle to utilize it. And it is not a devil not wanting us to read. It is we ourselves who don't want to read. We attribute so much things, so many things to the devil, and the devil is not behind it. Meanwhile, when you go on social media, you spend hours and hours and hours. You don't think about it. The Bible is free for you to read. If you can, if you can read, at least somebody can read for you. Just put it on audio. And it will read for you. And it's very good. It's very good. If you like, try it. If you're struggling to read the Bible, just do the audio. Praise God. So it says, teach the Bible. Teach the Holy Scriptures. Praise God. Focus on reading the Scriptures to the church. They say, you teach these things that and you insist that everyone learn them. So can you imagine Bread of Life Ministries? If we insist on reading one chapter a day, maybe the whole, of, the whole month of October, we decide that we are doing Proverbs. By the time we get to the end of October, you'd have gone through the whole of Proverbs. Every chapter a day. 
It says, insist that everyone learn them. Encouraging the believers and teaching them. Verse number 14. It says, do Amen. not neglect. And, and Beloved, we have to encourage ourselves to learn and to commit ourselves to scripture. If every Sunday we can memorize one scripture, no demon can torment you. Because when they come, you, a scripture will just, an appropriate one will just pop out. And you defeat the enemy by that. Amen. So the Bible says, I mean, I love this verse so much. And this is the thing many at times in church we take for granted. It says that do not neglect. Why? Because the people were fond of trivializing the gift they received. They did not do business with the gift that was put upon them. Amen. But realize that, I mean, let's, let's do a little bit of study in this one verse. It's really packed. It says that do not neglect so by inference, we can tell that the people were neglecting or trivializing the gifts that were given to them. But what does the Bible say? It says that it is a special endowment. Maybe to the ordinary eyes, it is not valuable. But in the eyes of God, it is the best gift you can receive. At a time. Are you following with me? Not only it's a special endowment. But it says that. Which was intentionally. So it was not haphazard. God did not lack a giver. Or a receiver. Then he just. Pounced it on you. No. God intentionally chose you. And gave you that voice. And gave you that encouragement. And gave you that skills. And gave you that ability. And gave you that power. God handpicked you. And bestowed that gift on you. Somebody say the gift in me. Amen. Bestowed on you by who? By the Holy Spirit. But how did the Holy Spirit handle it? Through the prophetic utterances of the Holy Spirit. Through the prophetic utterances of God. Of the elders. Praise God. Through the prophetic utterances, when the elders laid their hands, you see, it is, oh my God, it is the Holy Spirit giving, but the Holy Spirit working through the elders. But the utterances, the God allows them to speak over you. So we neglect the gift is forgetting that the elder has no power to impart a gift. But God is using them 
through the power of the Holy Spirit to gift you something that is special. Why? Why is it special? Because it is irrevocable. I've seen some people, especially the gift restraints attached. When the attachment is not connecting, they come and they take back their gift. People understand. They come back and they take their gift. But God's gift is not like that. It is a special gift. Once you are gifted, he does not take it away from you because he does not change his mind concerning you. He expects you to use that gift. So sometimes God will give us a long room. Bible says that his giftings are irrevocable. So whether you use it to praise him or not, he will not take it away from you. But he will give you long rope. He will give you long room. And he will give you time over and over again until you use the gift in his praise. Because he gifted us for his praise. Amen. So, we are admonished that there is a gift that is special. So it is not haphazardly given, but we are chosen specially and imparted this gift through the prophetic utterance. So sometimes, even in this morning in prayer, there were some words that were declared that you think that it is prayer, but it is prophetic. In worship, there is a song that will be sung that you think that, oh, I know this one. I know. But the anointing comes upon the singer and makes some declarations. Like before worship, I mean, there were some declarations that was going on. That becomes prophetic. So if you just look at the vessel and you say, oh, this person cannot be prophetic. God cannot communicate the holy spirit cannot impart any gift through this person why you have neglected the gift so the the king james version says that stay up the giftings mr chris what's your translation praise god therefore i do what i remind you so in 124 it says i do not neglect it and in 2 Timothy, he's saying that I remind you to keep staring. You've got to work it. You've got to put it to use. Don't let it follow. Don't let it lay dormant. You've got to keep it working. You've got to activate it. You've got to use it. And it is by the laying off of hands through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, beloved, there is a gifting in you that is special for you. It is specially, it's got your name on it. And that is what this month we're going to look out for. That gift that is in you. Many of us think that I don't have any gift. I can't preach like Minister Chris. I can't preach like Pastor. I can't sing like Minister Teresa. I I mean, I can't play drums like Gideon. I, I mean, he's gifted. But you see, every gift, every gifting is raw. 
It is your development. It is your use. It is how you desire to put it to use. That is how the gift is developed. So many of us are not seeing our gift because we have not developed it. But in this month, I believe God will open our eyes and we will see the special gift. God does not give junk. He says, even we who are evil, if we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more our Heavenly Father. So, you know, when He gives a gift, you know that it is special. Say, I have a special gift. Say, I have a special gift. And I will use it. And I will use it. In Jesus' name. Did you receive something for today? Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Find out more at breadoflifeministries.org.uk